0: Hello, lovely people, and welcome back to Unwritten with Maddie Shu. I am super excited to be here with everyone today on our first official interview podcast. I just wanted to preface this episode with a trigger warning. We do mention suicide, depression, and other aspects of mental health. So if that is not something that is going to serve you today, that is totally okay. I would just pause it here. But, if you would like to continue to listen, I hope that you get a lot out of this podcast today, and I can't wait to hear your feedback. So, with that being said, welcome aboard, and I hope you enjoy okay, hello, hello, lovely people. Welcome back to Unwritten with Maddie Shu. This is my first podcast, I guess, with a guest today. And I'm super excited that she is here with me. Um, my guest is Menly Langham. And she is one of my longtime best friends. And we have known each other what feels like our whole lives now. But basically, from high school onwards, we swam in high school together. And we've ended up swimming in university together. And she is a huge inspiration to me and i don't know what what or where or who if that makes any sense i would be without her and so welcome Emily. would you like to introduce yourself
1: yes hello everyone i am so honored to be here maddie i was so excited when i first found out that maddie was doing a podcast um so i'm honored to be the first guest Um, But yeah, my name is Manly. Maddie and I have been best friends for, again, what feels like forever. So I'm so excited that I just got to have a chit chat with my best friend and all of you guys listening. Um, I think what we'll dive into, but we have a very deep relationship, I would say. Um, So we just wanted to talk a bit about that. Um, We We'll probably touch on um, some mental health um, topics as well, which I think really um, plays a big role in our relationship as well. So um, I've definitely struggled in the past with that, but it has made us and me a better person for that. So that's a little bit about me. Um, And yeah, yeah, our relationship.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. I think something that was just kind of funny I think we're both super nervous right now just to like cut just um have that as a little icebreaker. we got on we got on the call we're doing this over zoom and I was like menly I'm feeling really nervous and then menly's like me too because we literally had a phone call just the other night about everything we wanted to talk about and it was just flowing and I was like I wish we could have just recorded it because I know that when we get to it it's going, it's going to be nerve wracking. Um, But I think that's also good that why she's the first person I'm doing with this with, because it's going to be chill. We're going to be good. It'll be fine. (laughs) Oh yeah. We're just going to have a normal conversation. Yeah. That's kind of the point of this whole thing. I just want it to be like a normal phone conversation or just a normal conversation we would have and almost just be able to have people listen in on it, I guess. So I guess the theme of today, I've kind of by the title, I've already titled it, but i um, building boundaries and cultivating connection. So I think from the outside, our relationship is, our relationship is super, super strong now. Like we've always, like within the past even year, we've said that our relationship has never been stronger and we've really been able to connect on a much deeper level and continue to, you know, cultivate that connection as we've moved forward. But I think, I guess to go, to go into it, Menly can share more. Um, we, when Menly went to, into university, she struggled a lot with her mental health and um, there were events that kind of occurred within that year that caused us to kind of I guess go our separate ways for a little bit we both needed our time we both needed to build boundaries um with each other in order to eventually then come back together within the friendship and be able to um build on what was already there but I would just I don't know if Menly wants to, I kind of wanted to get Menley's opinion on slash story about kind of her struggle within when she went to university and how she thinks that that like affected our relationship.
1: Yeah, so um, going into university, I had um, some like undiagnosed mental health issues. Like I knew that they were there, I just never sought out that help. Um, So I had been dealing with mental health struggles for a while and kind of when I went into university, Everything just came crashing down, um, and this was the first time, like in our relationship, Maddie and I, that we were really apart because we spent every day together in high school. So Maddie and I kind of lost touch a little bit. We did. I remember writing. We wrote letters back and forth to each other mm-hmm. to try and keep that relationship um, going. But it was hard. It was hard. I was in a different city. Um, I felt very lonely. Um, And the pressure of university mixed with having um, little to no support system in a new environment with swimming was really challenging for me. So everything just felt like way too much. Um, My mental health just plummeted. Um, And that goes into when I attempted suicide. And that is something that was a big um, event in my life. Obviously, it's affected me a lot, but I think also um, my best friend's life, which is you, Maddie. Um, I think anyone who, I mean, you can speak for, I don't know exactly your experiences with it, but anyone who has been affected by suicide or um, an attempt, it's it's life-changing. So um, that definitely, was a pivotal moment in our relationship um it caused a lot of um just a lot of it was hard it was really hard for the first bit but I think ultimately we can get into it but it definitely made our relationship stronger um so yeah that's, that's a little bit about my mental health story. And also I'll plug Angelica's podcast and how we love you listening. Um, I went into my full mental health story on her podcast. So if you want to check out the revolutionized mind, um, and then that goes into all of it, but I just wanted to briefly go over it now and then talk about how it affected like our, our friendship.
0: Yeah. And so, well, first of all, thank you for sharing. I know, obviously, I hope this, I mean, I hope this reaches people. If not, it also, I just like I think you were saying, even if it just provides us as a little platform to even get to know each other better, then that's all, that that's even all I could ask for. But I think it was really interesting because I think, over the past year we've done a lot of almost like self-reflection on where we've come from and often that kind of period of time when then when like you were really struggling was like we didn't ever talk about that very much until I think more recently and that I think I think maybe that in and of itself was a boundary because it was when you're really close to it and really in it, then it's hard to discuss, but, you know, we've, we've been able to go back and look at, look at it from a different perspective as we've like rebuilt our relationship. But I guess when I was, I guess one of the first people to know that you had been hospitalized for, um, your suicide attempt. And I, that was really difficult for me because at the time I don't think I really had a grasp of what mental health was or how serious it could be and I really thought like I thought you were fine like going into university I was like you know she's struggling like it's a hard time it's a transition but I didn't know the extent in which you um, struggled with your mental health and that had never been something that we had ever discussed it was very Also, at that time, I think I was like my relationships with a lot of people were very one sided because I'm a talker. And I think a lot of people know that. And I didn't even maybe give people the space to be able to share their stories. But it came as such a it came as like such a shock to me when that happened, that I was really, really um, hurt and I had to grieve that process because I felt like I had lost my best friend because I felt like I didn't really know. There was so, I felt like there was a lot hidden from me that I didn't know about because I also didn't give you the space to do that. And so either way, I mean, we're obviously here. I think that you went through your own process of, of like healing and getting better. And because obviously at that time you were sick, um, but then going into Obviously, we've been swimming together. When I was going into my first year, I was like, I need a fresh start. I can't have, like, I can't be scared of losing you again because that is debilitating for me. And it's, yeah, I think that that had, was just really, really interesting because I had to build that boundary, even though it was really difficult to say, Hey, I need space. And same with you. You were like, Hey, I need space to do my own stuff in order to get better and at the time I feel like I'm just kind of blah 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 but I think at the time I don't know we I I felt really like didn't know what this boundary was going to do for us like it felt like a lot a large distance and it felt like a lot was like you don't we're not going to ever be friends anymore and we totally like and we have put up these boundaries and they're never going to go away um because I think as we talked about we've talked about it's like instead of we were we were just going through this as a way we weren't understanding the other person's perspective and so we didn't understand where each other was coming from but now I think we do
1: yeah I completely agree like it was it was so hard because I think what made it hard for me was I didn't understand what you were feeling and almost in kind of like a selfish way. Like I was trying to heal myself. Right. And so I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily thinking of what you were going through. And I think I didn't, I definitely did not understand it. Um, So I remember um, the, I mean, First of all, suicide is an uncomfortable topic to talk about, right? Yeah. Uh, Anyone can... Even for
0: us, like, I think that, like, to be super, super candid, I guess, like, even I, like, you are a very open person with your experience, and I have a really hard time sometimes, like, asking you questions about it, because it makes me feel very uncomfortable, and that's... And even, like, we're very good friends, and we talk about literally everything, and even that is something, so... It sometimes does feel like a taboo topic, but I think it is important that we do share and even we get more comfortable talking about it ourselves. It's something that you've experienced in your life.
1: Yeah, like I, even me being like very vulnerable and open, like I still, every time I say the word, I, I, it's almost like I'm like hesitating, like I'm like, Mm -hmm. because it's scary to talk about and it does make you uncomfortable, but it's so important to talk about it because that like talking about it actually does prevent suicide. Like let's have these open conversations to talk about um and I hope that well, someone out there listening can somehow even just relate to it or not relate but just have a better understanding of um if this might ha- if this happens to them or how to like be more empathetic in these situations I guess or if the if you have a relationship that's like strained by mental health struggles like how we can build those boundaries and like make it better so I guess what um from my perspective at that time, um, Maddie had kind of, well, we had both built this boundary between us um, and we had distanced ourselves from each other. Um, so after my first year, I had transferred to Western. Um, and it, Maddie's a year younger than me, so it was her first year going to Western. So we were both at a new school, um, both at a different university, on the same swim team, um, but we had. Created this space between us which was really it was so necessary but it was really difficult because again we were seeing each other like twice a day, all the time all the time and people had known that we were friends in high school so and then there was this awkwardness like
0: yeah like it was it was hard because it's like I don't know if you think about even like a romantic relationship if people like like you if you're on this like boundary or like on a break I say I feel like you can't see my air quotations you you're like I'm not gonna see you for a while but being in all of the same circles it's like you it's this constant reminder of kind of what you lost yeah which really sucked
1: Yeah, and I think it's funny that you mentioned like romantic relationships, because even when we were talking the other day, Maddie and I always say that if someone were to read our text messages, they would literally (laughs) think we're dating. Because I just wanted to put that out there that um, Maddie and I are very similar in the way that we are very expressive with how we feel. And I think that is something that makes our relationship so unique. And I don't think it would have been possible to have what we have now without that space but at the time it was like we were going through a breakup like friendship breakups suck like
0: yeah and I think they're almost like underrated like when you lose a friend or like when your relationships change within friendships it's awful and again that's the one thing I I think I really pride myself on the friendships that I have and I think I have a lot of really great friendships and which is one of the reasons why I think I I'm very, like, even, like, within, like, romantic relationships, I'm, like, will they ever even be as good as my, like, friendships that I have? Like, my just, my solid, solid friendships. Um, because if I feel like if I lost any of my close friends, it would, like, it, it's awful. You're losing, like, you're losing a big part of your life.
1: hmm so I felt at the time, it felt like such a loss. And I was like trying to heal myself, but also grieve my the loss of like my best friend at the same time, mm-hmm. what it felt like. Um, I remember at the time being like, almost not annoyed, but just like, I was frustrated because, um, and I don't want to like leave that part out because I think that's, it wasn't like I was like, okay, we're going to take a break. Like, everything's fine. We'll get back together. <laughs> as, a, as I talk as if I'm like, we're talking about relationships. Like, yeah. Relationship. But I was like, we're going to, uh, we're going to fix this. But, but at the time, I honestly didn't know if I was going to get you back as my best friend.
0: Yeah, no, so- it was like, at the time, it was like, I don't know if we'll ever be good friends again. And it was kind of this, like, acceptance that we've maybe parted ways.
1: Yeah. And it was so hard to go through I think I would I was just so like we were just on our own paths for a little bit
0: and we were just like coming off both each of us like coming off really difficult years like I had a really difficult grade 12 year you obviously had a very difficult first year and I think because like we were like both coming off of really difficult years it was just really hard we were already so raw like emotionally mentally like just so I feel like exhausted that having to go into this like new process being like this is something that like you were in a sense like you were so ingrained in my life before and then this big change happened and then like it's like I just want to go back to normal and you were a part of my normal and now you're gone
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and I yeah we had to build those boundaries and I think that at the time I didn't really realize that we were building those boundaries
0: yeah it was very it was very almost unintentional or we weren't cognizant of the fact that we were creating the boundaries it just like which I think it goes to show you almost like in a sense like healthy like that part of the relationship was because we were able to separate because we knew that if we were to be close again it wouldn't be healthy for us and just because and I think again, I'm actually glad that we took that, we, we made those boundaries, because without them, I think that that aspect of our friendship could have become very, very toxic for both of us.
1: Yeah, and like making, like just talking about the boundaries right now, I guess what we'll say is um, at the time, so we were both extremely in a very raw mental state, we were both um, not in the headspace to listen to each other's um, struggles. Mm -hmm. That's important to note because it's important to recognize when you are in that headspace. And suicide or mental health was not something that we could openly talk about at the time. We were both healing from what had happened the previous year. Um, And that takes a long time to heal from. And we... It was something we weren't ready to talk about, and it's still something today that can be difficult to talk about. But we both recognize, okay, now we are in the headspace um, to talk about it. And even Maddie and I, when we have conversations today, like Maddie, you'll be like, "Are you in the right headspace to talk about this?" And I will say like the same yeah. thing back. And I think that's again like kind of another boundary, like just or just being re- recognizing that the other. Um, that you both need to be in the right headspace to talk about it, or it can just become toxic and unhealthy and just bad.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think I'm kind of going to go a little bit into even the past year and how our relationship looked within the past year and how kind of we feel we have gotten closer because so this past year has been very difficult for me in terms of my own mental health. Um I really felt like I reached one of my lowest points, like I felt like there's really no point, like why would any like it people would be better off without me. Um and you know, it's it still it, it that's still a c- continuous thing that I that I'm dealing with and it even is still it still feels like I'm in it right now which is why I'm not going to go this is everything that's going on because it does still feel very sensitive and raw but in going through that experience after you know not saying that everyone's every person's story is the same but I feel like I had a greater understanding of what you had gone through at the point where you were feeling those things and when um you did attempt suicide because it was you know that those symptoms i guess of depression are like you can you can pull from those like you can see the commonalities between even the thought processes processes um and i was like wow now it feels like it's a bit flipped I'm the one who's really going through these really, really negative thought patterns. And then you, as the person who was like, I am the friend in this situation, I feel like we've talked about you being able to go, oh, this is how she was feeling. So I think we just had a greater appreciation, or not appreciation, but a greater understanding of where we each were coming from. And that allowed us to be, become more connected because instead of kind of just attempting to try and understand, we really understood and we could really empathize with what was going on.
1: Yeah, I think, um, like you said, so this is like, what, three years after what we last talked about, like our little break? Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, we worked after that on building our relationship, um, a lot stronger. And I think, um, we did, like, we had a fantastic relationship. And then, um, like you said, this year kind of happened and the cards were kind of flipped. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, for the first time, um, I was the friend and that, watching your best friend go through something like that is just I don't even I can't even put it into words you know like and I have never experienced that before so at the time like three years ago four years ago whatever I had no idea the impact and the amount of um hurt that you were going through until now and I think um, I think we have, like you said, we've had a better understanding of each other. Um, and it's like our paths have kind of, I don't know, they feel, it just feel, everything feels very connected, very intertwined. Um, but to say that we've both, we've both been there and we've both been the friend that's helping the person who's been there. Mm -hmm. Um, has made our relationship I think the absolute strongest it's ever been and we say this all the time this year I think um we have just like reached a new level of friendship and empathy and understanding each other um so having gone through that with side by side you know and this is something that also I think is so unique about um our friendship like we have been through it all together. we we have really been through everything um since high school so I have grown with you I have changed with you and you have grown and changed with me and I think that has just evolved our relationship to a whole whole different world it feels like
0: yeah no I completely agree and I think friendship sometimes it can be very competitive and it has like this underlying competitiveness between like who's who's the best who's doing this who's doing that in this comparison and we never feel like that it's always like we're just c- continuously like rooting for each other to better one another and I think that especially going forward for I mean this isn't meant to be like oh dishing out advice all the time but I think that that's a huge aspect of any Any relationship, friendship, romantic, whatever it is, like um, sibling relationships, parents, your relationships with your parents or whatever it is, really just supporting one another for who you are and having that like unconditional love. Like, I really feel that like I could do anything and you would unconditionally love me. And that is huge. And that's, I think, all people ever want is just to be unconditionally loved and know that you are you are good just the way you are.
1: Yeah, and our relationship definitely hasn't always been like that Um, in high school. Like we- Oh, 100% not. Yeah, uh, we were like so competitive in high school. Yeah, if anyone (laughs) listening knew us in high school, like we were very, very competitive. And I think that, um, you know, spending all these swim practices together, being in the same classes, going to the same school, you're constantly comparing times, you're constantly comparing grades. We were very, very competitive. Yeah. Um, we're just competitive by nature. So, um, and I think that shows the amount of growth in a relationship, right? Cause we had a very, um, we were great friends in high school, but it was almost a very shallow like, level yeah. of relationship. Like we, we, were, we were friends because we were always together and yeah. we had a lot of similarities but it was almost like we always wanted to be better than each other
0: yeah And, and now we're friends like because we actually I kind of like you're like a life friend like you're just like everything it's not like our class like we don't we don't even like see each other right now as often but I know that if I need you like I literally will call you up and be like hey I need to chat and I think that that's that was like a really big transition, I think, between kind of what kind of what it was like when we were younger versus what it's like now.
1: Yeah. And we are, yeah. Like I, I think of us as a team. I yeah. think we are like you're my best friend. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we what can we do to make us stronger together? Um, if there's any sort of conflict or whatnot. Um, it's it's not like what's gonna benefit me and what's gonna make me better. It's what's gonna, what do we need to do to make us stronger together. And sometimes that is building a boundary and um, and we've learned that that is yeah. very healthy and that is very necessary. um even yeah. in the past like years, like we didn't just build that one boundary. I think we've built quite a few and just to, yeah, you know,
0: um, and they're even like, even something as simple as, as you were saying, sometimes if, sometimes I can be a person who really needs to, 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 to say a lot. And I think even being able to build boundaries almost for other people in the sense that I'll try and go, are you, are you okay to listen to this today? Like, are you in the right headspace to listen to this today? And I don't remember who I heard that from, but just asking if people are okay to listen, like how are you doing before I give you some of this is so important. And then also if someone is coming to you and asking, hey, I just like, I need you right now. And I try and ask, okay, what do you need from me? Do you need me to listen? Do you need me to get involved? Do you need me to give advice? Like what do you need from me because I'm the type of person that's going to be like okay I can I need I'm going to give you advice or I'm going to get involved whereas most of the time I would say people just want you to listen they don't want to hear your opinions they don't want to hear your advice they I'm like I think also as now like we're adults now most people need to figure things out for themselves they just need someone to again be there to support them and like unconditionally love them
1: yeah yeah and that is so important, what you said, like those questions at that. And I remember you first telling me about those. And I was like, wow, like that is amazing. And I have made an effort to try and like ask those when I'm talking mm-hmm. to others. Um, because we were talking about this, um, I think a couple months ago, that a lot of the times when someone comes to you with um, something in their life, they don't want yeah. to hear your stories with it, No. In right? the nicest no. way.
0: No, and I'm like a huge culprit of that all the time.
1: Yeah, and I think that's something we both kind of tried to work on is like some, there is a level of like, okay, like I'm glad that you relate to me on this. I'm glad that I know you can understand because I, like you have a similar story, but then there's go like too much going into it way too much. And it's like, okay, I just want you to listen. I don't want you to make this about yourself. And I think we have really worked on that as well. Kind of just like sitting there, being that person to listen for the other one. And if I need your advice, like I'm going to ask you for advice. Um,
0: Exactly. Like people usually will ask for it, like ask for advice if they want it. And if they don't ask for it, then don't give unsolicited advice type thing. (laughs)
1: exactly and that's a boundary that we have like put in place like I think that we're just naturally very good at that now like going through what we've gone through and kind of realizing that Mm -hmm. having conversations. well it's maturity
0: I think like frankly I don't I don't know if someone even like when we were younger if we would be even capable of understanding that so I think a lot of it has obviously come from hard like from hard work but also from the fact that we are just older and hopefully a little wiser debatable (laughs) um but you know what I mean but like it's hopefully that's what that's what's made the difference
1: yeah I think maturity is a huge aspect because I think also like we look at people our age and I think we have a lot of hard conversations between each other
0: 100% Um, no we we never talk about like light stuff we're like we're talking about the deep shit. Like it's yeah. never, it's never just like, oh, light and fluffy. It's like, I'll call you up and be like, so what is the meaning of life, menly?
1: Yeah. I'll be like, how has your trauma affected you to be the person? Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we and would- that's
0: also not a lot of people. people don't necessarily have those conversations a lot, which I think is good that we've like found each other. Because if I ask that question to most people, they go, holy
1: shit. Why are you talking to me about yeah. this? I know, and I think we we are very unique in that way that we like. I don't cons- like. I call other friends my fun friends. Like if if I'm gonna go out and hang out, with that's someone, so funny. Like, <laughs> who, who are my fun friends that I go to? Not that you're not fun. I'm also
0: a fun friend. Just to yeah. let everyone know, yeah, that
1: it makes so boring. Oh my god.
0: But <laughs> um, so my fun friends, and then there's Maddie,
1: <laughs> but. No, no, no. I don't mean that at all. I, of course, love hanging out with you, but I'm just saying that, like, Maddie is my go-to for everything, and I'm just saying, like, with fun friends, I'm not necessarily gonna talk about the meaning of life with them, because I think most people are not looking for the kind of conversations we have on a daily basis, and I think we are just very thinkers, we're very overthinkers, and I think we just... um. That's what makes us also just very unique in our, our relationship. <laughs> uh, I agree. Thank you for clarifying though, because I was like, whoa, that
0: hurts. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So I think, well, there were two things that just kind of came to mind. So I was listening to I was gonna say I was listening to a book. I was listening to an audio book that makes more sense. And in this audiobook, God bless. Brene Brown was mentioned. As we all know, like the love of my life, Brene Brown. Uh, and actually, if you don't know, you need to go and check her out. She has a podcast, she has a Ted talk, she has a Netflix special. You just gotta check her out. Anyways, the, how courage, I just thought that this was interesting, how courage used to be defined was to speak one's mind by speaking all of one's heart. And I thought that that was so interesting because I I think it basically just means being willing to share what you were feeling, what you were thinking, and be vulnerable. And that's the one thing that I think I really value about this is because we're both able to be very vulnerable and be open. And that's what I think I value in any relationship is the ability to be open and talk about hard things because... An attempt also um, to understand one another, which is which leads me to my second idea of I just read Matthew McConaughey's book, which was a super good read, Green Lights. I re- really highly recommend. And he was talking about how he had he attempts to like in an argument for an, an example or discussion, even if like someone's on like th- is on side A and someone's on side B you're not like arguing to try and convince the other person why you're right. You're just discussing to try and understand that other person's point of view. So it might not, you might never understand, you might never agree with it, but at least you're trying and attempting to understand. And I think that that's really powerful, especially within any sort of relationship that you are putting in the attempt to understand where someone's coming from. And I think that even we were talking the other day, Nicole, um, Menly's girlfriend, whom we both adore. Um, she, when you guys started dating, you had a hard conversation with her about um, your own mental health struggles. And instead of going, I don't, I don't understand, I, and therefore I'm not going to put in the effort. She goes, I don't understand, but I'm going to try to. Like, I don't understand, but I'm going to educate myself and I'm going to go and do extra work because I want to understand what's going on. And she might never live that experience. She might never, like, truly, truly live that, but she can try and understand and, like, create that closer connection to you. So I just think that that's, like, those two things are super, super powerful in the attempt to create connection.
1: Wow, yes, that was a lot.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> I, was a lot. I just kind of like kept going. No,
1: so I just love those statements. Um, first of all, I love Brene Brown. Also, Maddie and I talk about books a ton. So <laughs> that is, is very much like a true conversation that Maddie and I would be having. Um, Brene Brown is incredible and I absolutely love that statement. I think she has taught me so much about vulnerability and anyone listening needs to check out Brene Brown's TED talks and everything because she just shows like wearing your heart on your sleeve is not a bad thing at all and it is what makes you you and what makes you connect with others and I have really tried to channel that I think anyone who um like follows my Instagram or has followed my story my journey something I really try and do is be more vulnerable and be authentic. And I think that has, like, I have firsthand witnessed how many people have messaged me, how many people have reached out to me with their own stories, how many people it's affected in the most positive way. Like I have cried over messages that I've gotten because that is what people appreciate in others. And I've learned that living more authentically and living in being more vulnerable always is the way to go it's always the right path um and then Matthew McConaughey's book I have not read it yet but Maddie's told me to read it about 10 times so I'm literally gonna go purchase it Um, I know it's very good yes you've talked about it a lot but um I love that I love that arguing or having a discussion to help understand it's like um, we also both love Glennon Doyle (laughs) Um, shout out to Glennon Doyle and she has a podcast called we can do hard things and she did a episode with her wife and it was about conflict and they also talked about how when they um, are arguing or having a conflict they are taking it from a perspective of how is this going to make us better understand each other and I think that when I listened to that it it was very powerful and I am someone who I struggle with that I struggle with arguments um I think I am someone who likes to be right (laughs) I will be very open and honest I like to be right and I do get angry I think angry is Anger is a feeling that I feel, um, but shout out to Nicole, <laughs> um, a little Nicole. I know, she, an she angel. Always, she's an angel and she always says that anger is not a feeling that she feels and I 100% can back that up. She does not get angry at all. She gets frustrated a lot. She gets frustrated, but she never, ever gets angry. So having those hard conversations with her. Like you said, when we first started dating, um, obviously I had to open up to her about mental health. Um, literally the next day she was reading books. She was messaging me, like asking me just questions about mental health. And I just remember thinking like, oh my goodness, no one has ever put in this much effort yeah. or work, like understand understand me understand my mental health and um honestly I was just blown away by that like I don't know maybe that's what what it's like dating a girl I don't know I think Nicole's just special though so <laughs> shout out to you yeah yeah
0: I know okay well I literally we could talk forever I swear but I also know that we I'm like I'm like we need to wrap it up somewhere um but I think that we touched on a lot of great things and I'm definitely going to have you back eventually to talk about more. I also thought we could bring Nicole on and we could do, we could have the three of us on, which would be super, super fun. But I think if anything, yeah, I guess to wrap it up in my mind, some of the takeaways of what like we, of what we talked about today was really what can you kind of like learn from other people by asking them questions and attempting to understand their point of view and also just trying to dig deeper and be curious about other people's perspective as well as being well also being vulnerable and being able to be open with them I think that those are yeah I think that that's something that's really helped us that we've attempted to grow and cultivate within our own lives and I hope that you guys whoever is listening can hopefully do the same and I know that I'm very open to any feedback that you have about this episode I really appreciate everyone listening today thank you so much Menley, for coming on
1: thank you for having me I am literally so happy to be here guys Maddie is my favorite human ever <laughs> so <laughs> listen to her episodes subscribe to her podcast is that a thing I think it is right yeah yeah I was I like she's
0: doing it for me I was like um, listen to the episode, like, subscribe, um, rate, and review. It's this is on um, Apple, Spotify, and a whole other bunch of platforms, I believe, too. And you can also follow me on Instagram. It's Unwritten Pod, um, Unwritten, and then Pod with two D's on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Maddie underscore Shoe. Um, you can also follow Menley. I'll tag her in one of the posts and yeah so thank you so much for joining us today and we will see you very soon have a great day everyone bye